Hey everyone, welcome to Bring Your Own Opinion, the bi-weekly podcast where we use documentaries as the basis for our conversations, hosted by me, Miriam and Elijah. Make sure you check us out on bringyourownopinion.com and on Instagram at bringyourownopinion. Um, hello, hello, hello. Hi Elijah. I love that you haven't taken your coat off yet in my house. Yeah, I'm just like I'm actually really chilled, like just so cozy. Yeah, I'm mad cozy. I'm <laughs> gonna go sleep in a second. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm a little bit ill. I was at field day yesterday, and I think I was singing really along help. too much, so my voice is not she, up to par. She fit this in perfectly. She's also going field day today as well, so I don't understand how I do in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel great. Apart- I don't sound great, but I feel great. So yeah. it's fine. You're Let's a, go. You're, you're on a wave at the moment. You're on, <laughs> yeah. you're on a field day wave at the moment. <laughs> Um, so today you selected uh, the podcast, I uh, did. or the documentary, should I say. Um, very, very interesting documentary, very re- relevant to what's happening. Uh, talk, talk to us, what, what, what did you pick and why did you pick it? Yeah, it was actually um, a suggestion from a colleague in work. Um, we were talking about Love Island, I think, just randomly in work, and he brought up this documentary. Um, so it sounded perfect because Love Island has just started again. So um, it was a Dispatches Investigates documentary on Channel 4, um, mm. Jeremy Kyle TV on trial. Jeez. And basically, yeah, they just followed or documented how J- Jeremy Kyle's show just got cancelled like a couple yeah. of weeks ago yeah. after a guest committed suicide shortly after being on the show. Mm-hmm. Um and it raised questions about, I guess, like the ethics of the show. Um, should it have been cancelled maybe like before it kind of got to this? Yeah. And then they talked a bit more at towards the end about other reality TV shows such as Love Island and, you know, the way guests are treated. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, should, I guess, th- should the production and broadcasting companies be held responsible for everything? So what, what? Going into this, before you actually watched the documentary, or this, yeah, this documentary, what was your relationship like with the Jeremy Carr show? Did you watch it often? Did you, um... I mean, I used fan? to watch it a bit back when I was, like, a teenager. I remember, yeah, same, yeah. you know, when you'd be on, like, school holidays yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and it'd be on. And it would be on. I mean, I can't remember back then having, like, much of an opinion on it. I still thought it was kind of shit TV. I wouldn't be like, oh, it's, I love Jeremy yeah. Carr. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. kind of always felt a bit bad for the people on it. yeah. I am. Um, what about you? Like, I used to watch, like, before I used to go to college, like, I used to have some days where you was, you, you'd go into college in the morning, and then some days where you'd be in, be in, in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So, the days on the afternoon, um, I'd get up in the morning and have my breakfast. And while I'm, wa- while I'm having my breakfast, I would always watch Jeremy Carr. It was just like, it was Would just it rile you up? No, no, but <laughs> it was just, I just thought it was just, so, it was just like a little bit of entertaining, yeah. entertainment. So I was like, obviously 16, 17. So I, I weren't taking what they were saying seriously. And at the time, I remember like some people, especially my friend Rebecca saying, what gives him the right to shout out all these people? Yeah. Now, for me, when I used to watch other reality TV at that time, you know, you'd have like your Trisha and whatnot. They would have guests on the show and they would be going through their problems. But like for me, I felt like the presenters were very passive, like mm-hmm. as if like they wouldn't give an opinion. They would just be like, they'd be like cozy and through the, the situation. Whereas at least with Jeremy Carroll, he's given an opinion and he's like, he's being a bit forceful with it. Like, too I feel forceful. like he is like center stage in the show, like not the guests necessarily. Well, I just, I just felt like sometimes people just need to be told what I feel. Like how I feel about yeah. the situation. I'm like, yo, if I was there, I'm pretending this person X, Y, and Z. He's kind of doing that for me. So I, like, I did feel like um, at that time he was doing something that maybe others weren't doing that I felt like they should. Maybe not to the extent that he was, or as as 
as aggressive as he was doing yeah. it. But at least he was saying something like, "You, this is absolutely wrong. Like, others weren't doing that in that way. Growing, and then after college, I think my relationship with it was just like, I can't be bothered to watch this because it's just, it's just too much. It's just drama every 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 guess is just drama. Do you think at all if it was ever like kind of scripted for him or did they just be like, you go I, in and say what you want I, kind of thing? See, I wonder. I, I was thinking about this on my way down here. I think, I don't think it was scripted. I think like in the first probably two or three seasons, because like, you know, back when we were watching it, probably it was around 2006, seven times, it had just, just started. Yeah. So like, I felt like he kind of like, he wasn't that, he wasn't crazy aggressive I mm-hmm. think what happened was it got more popular yeah. and he saw that people liked the fact that he was the way he was with people so mm-hmm. therefore it made it more extreme right they want to push it more yeah because it's like okay cool this film is working let's just let's let's <coughs> let's put this film on stowaways and like just go all, <laughs> out, go all out and clearly it works it's, it's one of the longest running TV shows mm-hmm. on TV at this present moment yeah like 14 years that's that's a that's that's ridiculous when it comes to TV. Like I still think it's crazy that it had did go on for so long and was still popular. I mean, yeah, without changing the format at all, really. It's entertaining, <laughs> isn't it? Like we yeah. we love drama, so I think it just got worse because we, as the consumer, enjoyed it more. Yeah. What do you think about um in the documentary? They raised the question about um the accuracy of like the lie detector tests. Yeah. I, um, and that's something that the show used a lot. Yeah. Obviously, people. To be honest, they say a lot of the allure of the show was that you can get a free lie detector um, test that can cost, like, they say upwards of, like, £700. Yeah. And then you can, like, stay in a hotel for a night. And, yeah. like, they yeah. said they used to, like, give them booze or cigarettes or mm-hmm. whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you think about then? They, there was a guy on who said, like, it's not actually it's that not accurate. And then th- it is kind of ruining lives in a way. Yeah, I mean, I, on the programme... Like when Jeremy's about to give <laughs> the verdict, <laughs> as we call it, there is like a little bar that goes along that says it's not, it's like yeah, it's not hundred percent accurate. I think he he even says it before mm. he delivers it. He actually does say it. However, the problem is is that as soon as he delivers the verdict, which is normally you're lying, okay, he goes into a mode where that verdict is then true. It's so it's facts, like it's, yeah. it's like, okay, cool. This isn't totally And he shoves tr- the paper in his face. Yeah, it's, like, it's like it's like you've just said it's not hundred percent accurate and then you've gone on like it's hundred percent accurate when yeah. you find out the results, you know. And I think that's I think that's the problem that I think I had, especially when watching the this this documentary, it kinda like brought that to the forefront of my mind. It's like they say like a third of that of those results aren't true. Yeah. So then when it's people quite saying, high. and when, my, when people are saying it's not true, it's not true, it's not true to their partners, and they're like, you know, it, it, like it's not true. I didn't do it, and he's saying, yes, you did. The lie detector. Well, can you, you imagine being the person if you didn't do it, and exactly. for that to say you did exactly. do it? Exactly. Like, I mean, you must be like. There was one guy. I think they showed a little snippet of a guy who had obviously been. Um, he, they said he was lying. I think the title was. I've heard the title was like, "Did you go to remain to sleep with women?" <laughs> And he said he didn't do it. The lie detector said that he did do it. And then he ran into the back and he actually said to his girlfriend, I'm willing to do another lie detector. And I looked at that and I was thinking to myself, I actually do believe him. Now we've got more facts about the lie detector test. And and the specialist actually did say that the lie detector, it takes your, it it records your stress level and your emotions. And obviously these people, they're about to go into- Already heightened emotions and stress. Exactly, they're going through the situation. Plus they're going to be on TV for millions of people. They don't know what to expect. They're probably in a room full of people that they don't know. Mm -hmm. So therefore, it might not be even as accurate as 70%. Yeah. You know, that's just the reality of it. So it's not done in a controlled environment. Um, And 
Yeah, like it, it, like the way I think the way he uses the lie detector is like it's the be all and end all. It's yeah. building up to that moment, and then suddenly, and then the guests take it as you know gospel well, yeah, as gospel, well. I mean, yeah. like you may be ward if you're in that situation. It's like, yeah, h- who do you believe, the person or the lie detector? Oh, the lie detector you know? I mean, you're gonna obviously believe that you're there for the lie detector. Yeah, you know, exactly. that's that's the reason why you're there. But um, you know, I I do feel like it's on it was on Jeremy Carr and the producers to ensure that people understood the lie detector test isn't, even after they get the verdict, isn't gospel. Yeah, It's on them. Like They yeah. had to do that and they didn't. They they used it. Um, and I don't think, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm going back into the days when I watched it, when they would deliver the verdict, like the audience would be like, <gasps> yeah, I know. that doesn't help shit either. Like that doesn't help no. it. That doesn't help it. Like the audience reaction, like, oh my God. And everyone <gasps> believes it as well. Even as yeah. uh, even as a person watching the show, yeah, you're you like, that bastard, how oh could he do that? Like, and, 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 but the thing, I think the dangerous thing is, 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 is the fact that as soon as that, like you have the victim, who's on stage and Jeremy would be talking to him in a very calm and caring manner. Then you have the perpetrator that will come on stage and normally Jeremy, his voice gets a bit louder mm-hmm. and in many circumstances, he then becomes more aggressive and he's trying to get a negative reaction from that person. Now, when you're in that situation, you want that person to be guilty. Yeah, and the thing is, I think a lot of the time Jeremy already treats them guilty yeah, before yeah, yeah, giving yeah, the yeah, results. Yeah. It's like the person comes out and then you just like, the way he talks to them and yeah. stuff, it's like do you think the he person's knows, already guilty before. Do you think he knows the um the answer to the ladder detector the ladder detector before he gives them the verdict he must do to a certain extent i, I wonder think. i, I feel he like does. he probably does because he would look bad almost if he's chatting shit to this person and then it turns out the yeah. lie detector results yeah. are false yeah that wouldn't do good for his like ego yeah, on the yeah, show yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I probably think he, think does. he does I, see I, them I can't and see it'll probably not. make him treat the person either more lightly or not yeah i, I don't see any of <coughs> him not knowing i i also do oh yeah i was gonna say something and i completely forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> no that's, that's what i'm gonna say i also believe like on on this tv program in particular like you need more people to be guilty than innocent yeah of course. like it, 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 it you like i think they have three three contestants on the show at least all three and like at least a month's episode <laughs> like they're all guilty and then maybe you have one in like three months that might be that yeah. might be you know, oh yes, you actually telling the truth. He didn't cheat on you, for example. Like th- that's just the level of of positive to negative. It was always cheating, wasn't it? <laughs> it's was always cheating. Like it was always you was cheating someone out of the money, but normally it's always relationships. But like, look at the people that are <coughs> going onto that program as well. You know, they're they're working class people who aren't educated enough to understand what is happening. Yeah, like. In the documentary, they interview a guy called um, Dwayne Davis. Big up Dwayne. is apparently the most hated guest ever on the Jeremy Carl show. Oh, they used um, him badly, boy. Yeah, and he said, like, he was even invited back on the show. So I think the original time he was on, um, he like failed the lie detector. And then they invited him back on. And he still, like, they put it to him, like, you can redeem yourself, you know. Um, it will do good. For, it will be good for yeah. you. Um Good for your image. Exactly. You can turn you into um, the most loved person on and and they he said as soon as he went on there, Jeremy just Again, it happened him. again. They ripped into him. Yeah, and I, you know, yeah, they showed a clip of that episode and I, I just felt like Jeremy was just disrespectful to a lot of people because he went like he was obviously trying to goad um Dwayne into 
a negative answer. And Dwayne yeah. said, "I'm not going to give it to you." Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I don't want you. On, I don't want you on my stage." Yeah. And he actually went to the. He and went. To he the went to the bouncer like, "Get this man out of my studio." <laughs> was, but did you hear what he referred to the to the bouncer as? Oh yeah, meathead. He goes, "Meathead, get that piece of trash oh, off gosh. my stage." I'm like, "So you're going to insult both of them? Like, <laughs> like really?" I know. It was, um, just, it was just so. Weird. I was like, "Why didn't the bouncer just look at him like?" Yo, I could tuck you in right now. Jeremy Go must go on shit. such an ego trip when he's like getting people, telling people these things. Like, I don't understand how you call someone a meathead and then tell them get that piece of garbage off my side. Like, that's just another level of power. Um, what did you think when Dwayne said um, that he thinks ultimately the show is used to humiliate poor people? Oh, that's all. That's all it's all about. Like, it's mm-hmm. about this very educated man. Um, making an example of all these, you know, poor people. Like you don't see middle class people on there. No. You don't see people who are educated on there because we know what it is. Like you need people who aren't, who have, who are very poor, um, who may have drug issues, who have alcoholic, you know, problems with alcohol, um, or who are very, very poorly educated to just go in that show and 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 make an you know, humiliate humiliate themselves. I used to think to myself when I was younger, why would anyone go on that show? Yeah. And, and and there's your answer. And like how they use alcohol to kind of yeah. like they they would give people drinks. They would. I think there was even one case where a man or somebody, a contestant, was um he had been like drug or she or he had been drug free, and one of the producers was asked to leave money on the table so that that person could, can go then yeah. buy drugs because the the story doesn't work without the drugs in in the story. And it was just like. It was like that's the lens that they were willing to go to to make to ensure that there was yeah. drama. Like, and basically, they were saying too, like there was a few people who used to work on the show that were interviewed, and um, they were basically told to like appease guests in any way possible, yeah. like because yeah. a lot of them would maybe get cold feet when they came to the studio. Those two people who were interviewed who were on it were like, we we didn't want to do it, and then we kind of got you know pushed into it, kind of. And they're like, do anything you can, whether that's like you said, like give them drugs, give them money, give them alcohol. And then they get put into a room separately before they go on the Isolation. show. And like get like, they ask them questions, but getting them riled up a bit. So when they go on stage, their senses are so heightened yeah. and they're at a certain level where their will, conflict will just ooze well, out. Well, I mean, one of the one of the former um, employees said, it's a, it's a conflict solving show. So therefore, in order to do that, they need conflict. Yeah. Like it, that, the whole thing is built on conflict. Mm-hmm. Jeremy's the perfect person to ensure that there's conflict. Like he is the way he is to ensure there is conflict. Yeah. You know, either either they're gonna have conflict with each other, the, the contestants, or he's gonna have co- a conflict with with one of them, essentially. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna be conflict in some way, shape, or form. And I don't think like I don't think they I think it was all about focusing on getting great T V ratings, making as much money as possible, but there was little care in the actual mental and physical and emotional well being of the people after they left. Yeah. Maybe like, you know, Jeremy might say we you know, we you know, we sent out X amount of people into um rehabilitation and whatnot. But there's so many people who probably went on that show. Um they even said like th- from their from their count at least five people have tried to commit suicide mm-hmm. um after being on the show. D- um Dwayne is Dwayne Davis, I think he said his name was. Um the gentleman that was the most hated man in yeah. the so he said he he tried to end his yeah. own life. He said he got attacked on the street. He said he's had his windows broken. Like, like there are repercussions after you come off air. Yeah, and that's like when it all came to a head. It's this guy Steve Diamond who committed suicide um, a few days mm, after being on the yeah. show, and the show didn't get aired. But basically, he failed. A, him and his partner went on the show, <clears throat> and he failed a lie detector for cheating. And then I think like they're obviously devastated. Um, 
there was a person interviewed who was in the audience for that recording yeah, yeah, and like she said it was so shattered and everything and then um they broke up and then he committed suicide a few days later and that's kind of what's ultimately brought the show to an end i mean i feel sorry for his family member i feel sorry for the woman that he you know his ex-girlfriend like yeah. she must feel like in a way so guilty because mm-hmm. you know she was part of that whole situation yeah i mean it's funny because like itv you know they've cancelled the show and you know they're looking into ensuring that there's more um support for other contestants on other reality tv shows Mm -hmm. but i look at that and i think to myself you've only done that because there's a 20 percent drop in your share price over the last month right it's now the only way you can get these people to actually change their ways in terms of the producers and the executives that look after these tv programs is to kind of hit their pockets or really create a really really bad image for them and for the people that they're working with you know so we know like love island is back this year and there's a couple of articles that I sent you as well where they were talking about, like, should there be more support for contestants and everything, especially after two former contestants of Love Violent have also committed suicide. Yeah. Um, do you think, though, I was thinking this, because Love Violent is so profitable for ITV, like, it's one of the shows where they can actually get, like, you know, younger yeah, people yeah, to yeah. watch TV every day. Now that they've come out and said, you know, we're going to provide so much more support, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's... I'm not doubting they will do it, but do you think the intention is just to make sure that they protect the show? Yeah, of course. This is rather than they actually of course. care. <laughs> of course, like, come on. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they have to protect the show. Like, they have to. Like, there's mm-hmm. there's eyes on them now. Um, it's all about making this show as profitable as it has been. And it probably will be. Like, everyone's so excited about Love Island. Yeah. I've never watched an episode of Love Island in my I life. I watched it last year and half the year before, but I haven't started this year. Yeah, are you going to watch it? No, I don't think so. I think if I was going to, I would have started from the start. And then okay. the thing is, if you start watching it, you can't stop. Like, yeah, that's the ones. thing. So the trick is to just not watch just, it just, at just, all. Just go cold turkey. Yeah. I mean, I, I like I don't watch any re- reality TV shows as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I don't watch any. Um, I used to watch Love and Hip Hop, like, <laughs> like back, back, back in the day. And then, like, it got to a point where I was like, I can't take this no more. Like, yeah, fair enough. I can't take this no more. Like, I'm, I'm too grown for this. Too grown to watch adults fight each other on TV. Um, but yeah, they're, they're protecting the brand. Like that's that's. I mean, these people are business people. Like they're thinking about the money first, the people second. It's all about how can we exploit these people to make us as much money as possible. So therefore, when they when they've introduced these these um you know these these new rules, are gonna you know people the contestants are gonna get social media trained, financial mm-hmm. training, this that this that. I mean, yes, the, be- the 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 people the contestants are benefiting from that, but that's not the reason why they're doing it. Yeah. There's a reason why people do stuff, and then there's advantages to the reason why they're doing stuff. Mm. There's two. That's that's two yeah. separate things. Why protect the brand? Benefits of protecting the brand. You know, hopefully people don't. You know, do X, Y, and Z yeah. after the show. The show is aired. Do you think? So, like, you know, we're talking about Love Island, and you know, obviously, I'm um, JK. How much responsibility? Man, like JK. How much responsibility do you think the broadcasters have when it yeah. comes to? the deaths of the individuals that have been on the show because of the impacts of the show. Yeah, I was thinking about this as well. Like, I think they're definitely responsible in terms of selecting contestants. So, you know, going through like psychological testing, making sure yeah. they're fit to go on a show initially. <clears throat> and then during the show, they also have a duty. But I struggle with the after care of the show. Where where do you draw the line? What does that look like? You can't protect someone forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how long after the show, if someone do you, does yeah. something, how 
much can you link back to just the show i know yeah. it all spirals and like yeah, yeah from yeah. there but it's also other media to blame like particularly love island it's like yeah. after the show you know they blow up on social media like newspapers and everything will be documenting them all the time and i just don't know if that was after that responsibility well, should solely th- still lie th- th- broadcast okay cool let's 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 separate the two examples for example you've got you got jk and you've got i'm um, love and let's do jk first in in that situation um, with some of the other, even with all the other contestants, obviously this has an impact on <laughs> their on their actual day to day lives because they're going on with people that they actually do know. Um, I so think like that's why they're so different. I think like the Jeremy Call thing is like you're potentially ruining someone's personal life then and there in the moment, and it's just those people that will feel the effect. Like yeah. they don't get famous. It's, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's all coming just from their own personal circumstances that this show highlights. Whereas with Love Island, it's like these it's contestants, they do like they kind of shoot to fame for fame in quotation marks for a certain period of time and it's like they get kind of rushed into this whole new life mm-hmm. um there's media spotlight is on them like mm-hmm. everyone's following them around it's a whole new way of life um so they're quite different in that respect i do think with the jk situation i feel like they there is a very big responsibility for them to um but that's help. so personal as well. Yeah, you know, like you the Jeremy Call thing is like, no, help. this is like real people. You're, yeah, you're explaining their, their real situation. Yeah, you're explaining their real life situation. Yeah. So therefore, you've got to. I feel like they've got a duty to help as long as necessary to yeah. help resolve in some way, shape, or form whatever situations there are. So like, even if that is like providing um, support through other, 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 other methods, giving it, you know, sending them to other you know, as a therapist and, and whatnot, just helping them in any way, shape or form because at the end of the day, these are real life problems yeah. that people are going through. With the love violence situation, I do feel like there should be a period of like maybe a year where a contestant, all the contestants get regularly checked up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what they're implementing as well. And I think that's that's a good, that's a good solid wet, like time to kind of like adjust to your, your, yeah. your, your nudie fame. A, a year is a good time, in my opinion. Um, and then after that, they can then send recommendations as to people that they can see or other other help that they may be able to provide them or sorry, that the consistents should be able to provide themselves mm-hmm. in order to deal with this. My, my my thing with um you know shows like Love Island where contestants go on for fame is I do feel like the most one of the most dangerous things in the Western world is fame. Yeah. Because it's so attainable. Um, you know, quote unquote yeah. uh <laughs> fame. But like it is so but there's so many degrees of fame. And also, this just seems like such an an easy, quick way to, to get, get it, it yeah. you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's without doing much. Yeah, and I think that's the problem. Like, I feel like in the 90s, for example, you felt like you had to be a movie star to be famous. There's like that level of fame. Well, you were famous for something, yeah. right? Yeah. Now you can be famous for being on reality TV. Exactly. Or doing it or just doing whatever rubbish on social media. You know, yeah. you, could, you could do whatever you want to be famous. Um. So therefore, people seeing it. And I think because fame is so attainable, everyone wants this. There's like a whole degree of people that want to be famous. But I, I think I've said it in the last program. You can't like when you're chasing money, you can easily lose yourself. And mm-hmm. and and when that happens, and you get famous, one, it's never as like when you want something. A lot of times, when you get it, it's nowhere near as glamorous as as yeah. what it was when you wanted it. Number one, number two, especially with fame, fame. You're dealing with. You think being famous is great until you become famous and realize you got a whole load of other people who are now focusing on you. Yeah. And can you deal with that? And a lot of these contestants can't. Yeah, especially the negativity. Exactly, it's the negativity, you know, I mean. If you're already a bit insecure, it's like just going to heighten that. Exactly, exactly. And I think, 
you know, especially when, like, Love Island, I've not watched it, but I've, like, you know, if you see stuff on social media, these contestants are manipulated into doing things. Mm-hmm. You know, they, like, producers will say, I'll say that again, or yeah, yeah. twist this, or twist that. And people don't understand, like, you know, I'm in videography, and you know, a lot of the time I'm editing stuff. The power of editing I was literally going to say, it's like, it, the power is ultimately in, like, the production company's yeah, hands yeah. as they're making it because they can portray you in how they, they want, want the way they could it and stuff which I think they have a responsibility in that respect mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah we've had a chat over that how they portray someone's character yeah we've had a chat over that they you could listen you could you can cut things out and take all of it out of context and create a storyline for something that never existed before yeah. in that person's life. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, and therefore, like, you know, it's like, you know, we're sitting on this nice couch, for example. Um, <laughs> we don't know or we don't appreciate how much time or energy it took to make this. We don't understand the method in which it was done in and, and how they crafted it to make it look like this. Same with when you're watching a TV program. You don't, generally, you don't care. You're not, you're not supposed to care <laughs> about, oh, I wonder how they edited that. Like, yeah, you're not no, supposed no, no. to care. You're just... You're supposed you're, to take how they're portrayed. That's that as, person. As reality. Like, yeah. you know, you're supposed to you know, portray it as reality. And I think what the dangers of, uh, of reality TV opposed to any other form of TV is that we believe it's real. Yeah. Even scripted, like, scripted shows like Made in Chelsea, we believe it's real. And that's why you have people saying, like, oh, I hate this guy. He's such a dick. Or this girl's so nice. It's like, but they've decided who these people, sh- like, the characters yeah. almost they should play. Yeah. And the cr- the public will then base their judgments on yeah. how they're portrayed yeah exactly i mean and i think that's the danger so they're kind of defenseless while they're for love island for example while they're on the island they're defenseless and being able to like portray who they are or whatever you know i, I mean i feel like i feel like this 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 conversation you know needs to happen on, on a bigger scale because i feel like people are, you know we said it in the multi you know marketing Multi-level marketing. marketing. The, 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 the level of responsibility. Now, I do agree that these people, whether they're on JK or whether they're on Love Island or whatever, whatever that show it is, you know, you have a, the, the contestants or people on these programs have a level of responsibility to themselves as well. Number one, you don't have to go on the show. Yep. Number two, you can conduct yourself in a, in a, in a respectable manner on the mm-hmm. show. I will say, yes, on programs like Love Island, for example, the way they may cut it, you you could look a bit more like a dick than you, what you actually are, yeah. for example. But like, as long as you are doing stuff that you feel is honourable, like don't give them ammunition. Yeah. So to say, you know, if you, <laughs> I mean, you might not get much airtime. <laughs> this is another thing. It's like, how much as well do you think that contestants in there are also going in with a bit of a game plan? Oh, yeah. If, if ultimately they're going in there to be famous, it's like they're also aware of what kind of things will get them more airtime. So like yeah. the people, there's a lot of time you'll watch the show and even there's certain people on there that are maybe a bit quieter or like seeing just really nice people, but they won't, they'll probably get kicked off yeah, yeah. or they just w- won't end up doing anything because they're not given any airtime because yeah. they're not doing anything that's controversial yeah, or yeah. kind of stirring the pot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think people have a distorted <coughs> reality of um, yeah. what's expected of them. Some people do. Some people just live up to the expectation of, of, of okay, I'll go, it's got to be lit. I've got to be lit. Do you think now any of them are just going on for fun? Um, or do you think they're all... Or taking it seriously. Or trying to just get famous? I think everyone's trying to get famous. I think there's, obviously, there's some, I think everyone's trying to get famous. There's some that care about it more than others. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's just with anyone else. Like, um, so anyone. Like, I think there's some that want to get famous. Some that's just 
there to have fun but i feel like within all of within all the people that go on to those shows and then everybody there's a we've got an ego a self-image that we're trying to portray to the world mm-hmm. um and you know that especially when you've seen other people who have got famous who've had you know this deal with that company that deal with that company had singles out you know <laughs> they made you know a lot of money yeah you're like well the 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 the, the potential is uh, uh, limitless you know yeah. you look at the biggest ever reality tv star to ever walk the kim planet k. kim k and you see how she's elevated her whole family mm-hmm. you think to yourself what? like i could do that i could i could i could be the new kim k Elijah, i'd love to see you on love island it ain't gonna happen you be the life and soul of the party I, it ain't gonna happen well <laughs> i mean I do, I do think yeah like i was thinking like who what type of person could be good on on on, on one of those reality tv shows and i don't think i think someone who is entertaining yes would be great but like someone who just knows themselves i think you've got to know and be I, comfortable with yourself I to be that's, successful yeah, that's so important i think you have to be and they're probably the people who are going to be more likely to be able to withstand what happens yeah, after yeah, yeah. when you come out yeah 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 because I feel if you if you know yourself um, truly if you are a good personality if you're just generally just an entertaining person in, in, in just life itself mm-hmm. but you don't care about fame you probably blow up because yeah. you don't actually care yeah and so therefore just any, being yourself so when you come out there of love there you go Elijah that's you well, I mean, <laughs> But when you come out of Love Island, I you vote get for you. Oh, thank you very much. Please, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, um, vote for me if I ever go on Love Island. I feel probably too short anyway. <laughs> but if I, but like if you, when you come out of um, you know, a program like Love Island, a lot of the criticism that you're gonna get, you don't care about because I would just be, I'm just being me, mm-hmm. you know. And if you did something wrong, it's like okay, cool, I can accept that because I wasn't trying but do to be you someone. Think you else. actually would be able to accept it, like accept what? Like if you did come out and there was loads of criticism. It's like, f- how would you know how you're actually going to react if you've never experienced it before? I, I, well, that's okay. That's that's a very good question. Um, I'm going to go back to that one. But I, I generally <laughs> do think if you are, if you're being yourself and you're comfortable within yourself, that's a great platform. That's a great that's a great platform to, for you to deal with any negativity that you do yeah. get. Plus, I think like people that are insecure, the people that want fame, are going to care more about what people say about them mm-hmm. than someone who's just being themselves. True. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit about if, I, if I'm famous or not. Like, what's the worst that can happen to me? Yeah. I stopped being famous. Okay, I didn't go in there f- to be fame famous. But if you were on there f- for fame, it's like, oh, shit. That person doesn't like me. That person, that article said I that think, about yeah, if me. if you're there to be famous, you're probably not necessarily going to be yourself. You're going to be the version of you that you think will get you famous. Exactly. <laughs> and I think, most, like, I think there's a lot of people out there. I think some of the most, if I think about, like, the one reality TV star that I always remember is do you remember do you remember Pete from Big Brother, the guy that had um yeah Tourette's Tourette's. He I felt like he was himself all the yeah. way through. I remember him so much because <laughs> it, he, everyone loved him, and obviously like you know he had Tourette's, which added to his story. But like you loved him because he just seemed so genuine. Like yeah. he honestly didn't seem like he was trying to play a game. Whereas I think you had Nikki on the show yeah. who she looked like so she funny. was trying to play a game. <laughs> Like, and I, I, I don't, I didn't really, really watch Big Brother like that anyway. But like, I remember those two contestants, and like, those are the two ends of the scale. Someone that was willing to just be as loud and as crazy as ever to get attention, yeah. And someone that was just so calm and relaxed and just themselves, but entertaining in their own way mm-hmm. that everyone just loved. So I think it's more authentic love when you're yourself and you know yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to your question about um, can you deal with it? I think. Yeah, I think 
how do you how do you prepare for stardom? I don't know. I think you can't. Gee, I don't think so. Question. I think the ways it like seems to work, shall we say, or like where it's when you gradually become famous, so you your kind of life yeah. slowly adapts to change. Yeah, like Jon Snow. <laughs> I don't watch. Um, <laughs> you don't watch. Soz. Um. Yeah, that's the only way I can see where people could actually slowly adapt to it and try not lose themselves. But being going from one extreme to the other in like a few weeks or like literally going into this house and then coming out with your life turned upside down. Wow. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. And a lot, so much of it is short lived as well. Like I can understand why some of these celebrity or reality TV, s- TV stars might end up like suffering from depression and anxiety. It's like, um, after a while when kind of all the glam like when the attention goes like a few months after love island or like and then the next year it starts again it's like you're, you're, back, you're just you're forgotten yeah, like what do you do yeah, i read an article on the guardian with johnny who was one of an a contestant who was also friends with mike who committed suicide and yeah. he was like you know it's not like you can just go and back and work in your local tesco it's like yeah, yeah, what do you actually do yeah, after yeah yeah, yeah. What, which is a career? good point yeah, where, where, where's my career yeah what I do mean, i do now some people have been able to um you know make careers in tv and you know d- different you know different avenues um i do feel like i don't think it's bad to have like a bit of a game plan as just like, okay cool yeah how do i use this opportunity so like i think you that's might what i'm go on they're like okay this is what i ultimately want to do let me use this as a, a, as a way platform. to get into that yeah like someone like montana who's on it before she wanted to get into tv presenting for example so like at least maybe there's some sort of avenue there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. not I just i want to be famous i don't know what for what yeah, like you know exactly <laughs> like it's always the why not the what why do you want to be famous okay cool yeah. and that de- that determines what you do to be famous yeah you know and but having a good understanding of yourself i mean you can have a good understanding of yourself and be yourself and still have a little bit of a of a of a vision mm-hmm. as to where i would like this to take me not just i want to be famous um i'm gonna get loads of brand deals it doesn't unfortunately it doesn't really work like that yeah and if it does work it works for as you said six months and then mm-hmm. by the time next year comes it's like you know move on so you watched it last year yeah okay let me ask you this question because I, I read this so like obviously danny dyer and mm-hmm. whoever her lover was one can't, i can't remember his name okay so there was a scene i read this uh, there was a scene where um the guy's ex-girlfriend went to the villa mm-hmm. and like in the article they said that she you know she was Danny Dyer was like you know she was anxious as to what was happening and this and that what do you think about obviously producers actually manipulating those situations to create conflict because now that's that's just not that's not like two people good tv aren't they yeah it's like and that's another thing in an article I was reading when they were saying it's like you know if we're gonna have to vet everything and make sure everything's so far it's like ultimately then you're gonna relinquish excitement and entertainment on the show yeah which is why people are watching it in the yeah, first place yeah, yeah yeah i mean sometimes i'm like oh that's so shady blah blah but then it's other times i'm like well they have to create well, excitement somehow well this is like you know when we got when i finished you're watching it every day for yeah. how many months yeah <laughs> you want it you're addicted to it uh, this is my like my conclusion to how all of it after i watched the um the documentary the first time there's a pie <laughs> cut into you know thirds one third is the production company or the producers of the show um they have responsibility to treat the guests 
in the right way possible in the right manner but also try and make it as entertaining as pos- as entertaining as possible i think the way that the production companies manipulate the guests wrong you know mm-hmm. they they use alcohol to get people relaxed and talking yep. and take it to incite conflict they use isolation make a fool of themselves exactly. if they give them too much they isolate them from the outside world which i don't disagree with most of the time because i feel like you know Love Island wouldn't be the same if people were going on social media. I mean, it might be, to be fair, it might even be more entertaining yeah. if people were able to see what, what yeah, I was actually, saying. Yeah, message them <laughs> yeah, in yeah. there. Yeah, like it, it probably would be you more entertaining. You look like a dick. Oh, Don't be do that. Oh shit, okay, stop. Or like seeing all the, the good positive comments or the mm-hmm. negative comments, it might actually make it more entertaining. However, like I do, the isolation does have a, a have a mental impact um, on, on these people as well. And then how they manipulate situations. Um, in order to make great TV, so they got responsibility. Mm-hmm. The contestants have responsibility to act in in the manner in a manner that you know that is right. They have responsibility to look after themselves, and they have the power to say, "I don't want to do that," or "I don't want to go on the show." Yeah. And then, lastly, probably the most powerful people in this whole thing is the consumer, because at the end of the day, there is no TV program yeah. without us. There's nothing, and for me, we may say the production companies are terrible how could they do this but like what i say is it's for me i equate to like the, the the man woman argument women always say men are shit and men say women are bitches and this and that but like for me i always say well if they're as bad as you're saying that they are we are just as bad mm-hmm. or you know if us men are as bad as you women say that we are you're just as bad as we are because like it doesn't work unless we're both on the same level right if TV is as bad as we're saying it is. Reality TV is as bad as we're saying it is. That means the consumers are just as just, shitty. It's, it's kind of reflecting uh, society, it's, right? It's reflecting because we are consuming it. We're eating that shit. Like, I'm what does it say if that's like the top rated show? Exactly. What does that say about exactly. us? Exactly. Exactly. So it's like you could, we could like blame the the production companies, but at the end of the day, we gotta look in the mirror because like if we said that shit's not not acceptable, we're not gonna watch that shit. They will change their yeah. ch- their, their their tone. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing. Like look we need to look in the mirror what is your thoughts on like regulation yeah it has to get regulated in my so opinion some sort of one of the articles i was reading um it was interesting um there was a behavioral psychologist called joe hemmings and she's worked on shows such as big brother and she said that the support that is offered varies greatly depending on the show and she said um she said the question went beyond aftercare and was more about regulation in general as there's no rules about what psychological support should be available and neither were there rules about whether shows should even follow the advice of psychologists commissioned to test have candidates. To, have to, have so to, have to. it's kind of like, they seem to all have psychologists involved in some shape or form, but it's whether they take the advice of the psychologist, like they're not bound to anything. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it needs to be a balance between <coughs> the producers and the psychologists. The psychologists have to have a, maybe as much control of all the situations as producers because... Well, currently they have none, basically. They advise... And there was, again, other interviews where like, the psychologist was like, I had to leave this show, for example, Wife Swap, because everything I was advising, they were not listening, they were listening to. to yeah, of course, of course. So then it's kind of like, what's it, the point the, then? The, the, the psychologists, to a certain extent, are there just as a backup to say, we had psychologists there. Yeah, exactly. You know, we do care. We had them there. Just Whether to cover they, their ass. Like. Exactly, exactly. I mean, the toilet paper. Essentially, <laughs> <laughs> the toilet paper. And like, we need, I think, like, I feel like. Do so you think there should be like regulations come into place? Yeah, I think I feel like the to produ- manage what's happening. Yeah, I feel shows. like I feel like the producers need to. I feel like psychologists need to have 
some sort of power or just as much power as the producers because it's easy for producers to go absolutely crazy mm-hmm. for ratings yeah so i feel like in situations it's and like, once you want more you want more and you're exactly. like keep pushing and put how far can we push these exactly people? Ex- exactly and you're turning different buttons and yep. you're at, like it, it, it's a it's a psychological experiment yeah all of the all of, all of these things are. I said maybe i don't know if the scripted ones as uh, are, are you know are as crazy as you know i don't know if the made in chelsea's are, are as crazy i think that's know. a different type again you know where it's what do you it's think their reality that? but it's scripted what, reality what do you think of the scripted reality tv shows i think i remember i used to love made in chelsea but as the seasons went on you could just tell that it was becoming more and more scripted so i preferred it when it didn't seem at least to be as scripted um but i was listening to a podcast actually the other day and jamie lang was being interviewed on it and he is one of the guys from Made in Chelsea who's been on every season pretty much since it started. And he was kind of... short one? This short blonde hair. Yeah, I met him once. He's a cool guy. Yeah. um, And he was kind of explaining how it worked for these kind of shows is where it is your life and you know all these people and blah, blah. But they'll basically be like, okay, so you're going to shoot a scene with this friend today at this cafe in Chelsea. This is going on. Like, he's just broken up with his girlfriend and we need you to kind of talk about this. And then they'll just go and film it. He's basically like, it basically teaches you how to That's improvise. He was like, you become a master impro- improvising. Interesting. Do you think, do, would you rather, do you think scripted reality TV shows are probably a, a, a bit better for us to watch than than the go out and we will, manip- we will dance with us puppets? Yeah, I, I think like when you're watching scripted, you never watch and be like, oh, that's bad that they show that or that's like, I feel sorry for that person because you know it's scripted and like yeah. they'll all have seen it and it's gone approved, you know, whereas something like Love Island where it's it's they're filming it live and then they're producing how they want to it without anyone seeing it, the people who are on it. I don't know, I'm just, you can't help but feel a type yeah, of way yeah, sometimes yeah. if someone's portrayed really yeah. badly or someone's picked on or whatever, yeah. Yeah, I do like because I, 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 that thought only hit me when you you know talking about the script like Made in Chelsea, and I thought to myself maybe scripted is probably a little bit better, like in terms of like everyone having control as to what goes out there and yep. be able to manage situations and and things a bit better. The only my only problem with scripted is that um, for a lot of people they take it as this is reality, yeah, because it says reality TV show. It doesn't say, oh, this is a scripted reality TV show. It just says reality TV show. So you may think that a situation is... But it still is kind of yeah. their reality. Like the people they're interacting with are their friends. The people they're portrayed to be in relationships with, they're, they are the people they are with. Yeah. Um, It's more so just the scenarios they set up. Like have this conversation in this cafe at this time. Then someone else might... C- we might plan for someone else to come in just to like create a little bit of a thing. But it's like... But, but you know it's going to happen Okay. As well. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, that probably is a little bit better than... I think so in terms of like how people behave yeah and in terms of like the welfare of the people that are on the show then they have time I wouldn't to worry about them yeah they know? would have time to prepare and I'm guessing they would be able to kind of like adjust their approach and you're building up a relationship with the producers because like yeah. they're going to get to know you well yeah 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 not saying it's all like roses or anything but I think they have a lot more control yeah 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 I agree. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's yes, it's a bit of a man, but t- reality TV is had to stay, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think it's just gonna go online. I think there'll be more stuff online. Um, since everything's going online now, yeah, I think, I, I, and I think that's in itself dangerous because I think there's l- the internet is a jungle. Yeah, <laughs> and the thing is, it's like there's no regulated internet. Even if it's not like. 
these big broadcasting companies yeah. like ITV might host them. Someone else will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there'll be there's more. like even new. There's new like digital TV channels popping up everywhere. There'll so. be there there are going to be more biases out there um, that specialize in X, yeah. Y, and Z, and they will be doing their own reality TV shows. And I think the fact that uh, governments and and politicians are struggling to regulate the internet now mm-hmm. and social media now. It's just going to be a madness when reality TV really becomes reality. I don't know. It's not reality TV anymore, is it? Because not on TV, reality but it's reality, reality internet. Reality internet. <laughs> that, that's a scary thought. Yeah. That's a scary thought. You can literally do scary. anything. Put that's anything. Else. Scary thought. That's the future. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> anyway, very good conversation. Um, dark note to end on. Yeah, 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 yeah. The dark internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, have a good evening or good two weeks, I guess. <laughs> Make sure you check us out on bringyourownopinion.com and on Instagram at bringyourownopinion. Bring your own opinion and let us know your thoughts on the topics we discuss.